In regular Tuesday fashion, I'm going to share a little something with you. Try not to take too long, but I thank you in advance for your patience. All right. And so this morning I was uh, reading a, a, a devotional this morning and the story of Abraham comes up. And I don't know how familiar you guys are with the book of Genesis, um, but Abraham is the man that God said, hey, just pack up your stuff, get your family and I want you to go. Don't worry about it. I'm going to tell you when you get there where there is. Right. And so Abraham, Abram at the time, packed up his stuff and his family, a couple kinfolk, and they headed out on the trail, right? It's not as glamorous as I'm making it sound, right? It wasn't a Western, okay? And Abraham had to learn a lot of lessons in, in, in that time. And one of the lessons he had to learn was about choice. And so I want to read to you one verse, and then I'm going to tiptoe around it a little bit. The verse is from the book of Genesis, chapter 13, verse 9. It says, if you take the left, then I will go to the right. Or, if you go to the right, then I will go to the left. Now, if you're not familiar with the story, or even if you are, let's brush up a little bit, okay? What Abram is saying right here, him and his cousin Lot, they came up together, right? They were traveling together, and they started to accumulate stuff. Animals, workers, family. And they got to a point where they're traveling together, but there's too much stuff for them to share the same space, all right? And so they get to this place in the land and, and Abram's workers are fighting with Lot's you know, workers and they're like, well, this, we want our flock to eat over here and I want my flock to eat over here and stop, you're in my space and all this kind of stuff like that. And Abram says, hey, Lot, brother, I love you. You're my family. We can't keep going like this. Rather than fight, let's pick spaces and we'll go our separate ways. Right now, let's say just imagine you're standing on a hill, right? And on one side to the left of the hill that you're standing on is just a path. But to the right, just lush, rolling hills of grass, water, trees, shade, just looks beautiful. Right. And Abram tells Lot, you pick. And whatever you pick, I'll take the other. Now Lot, Lot looks around. He's like, I'm not gonna worry about what's on that road. Look at what I got right here. And he takes the beautiful land. He takes that beautiful water and all of this kind of stuff like that. And he's like, I'm gonna set up shop right here. And Abram says, okay. And he goes on down the road. So I always tell you guys that when you read the Bible, it's very, very important that you insert the natural person in it. And it's important that you do that because if you don't do that, then you miss what God is doing, right? Because what God was doing all through the Bible is he takes regular old folk, just like me and you, and he works in us. And he works through us. And he's constantly working to pull us away from our natural selves so that we can be more spiritual, more aligned with him. And this was one of those tests for Abram. Now, if you know about what's going on in the book of Genesis, you know that Abram did a lot of stupid stuff. He made a lot of bad decisions, right? He made a lot of bad choices. There was one choice when he comes across this Pharaoh and he tells the Pharaoh that his wife is his sister and the Pharaoh wants to marry what he thought was his sister. Drama, right? 
The thing is this. We all have a choice, right? We get up in the morning and we, have, we all have a choice. I read somewhere, some psychology thing, it says that the human being will probably make over the course of one day no less than, but usually a lot more than, 10,000 choices a day. From where am I gonna go next? What am I gonna wear? What am I gonna eat? Right? Am I gonna go left? Am I gonna go right? Am I gonna say hello to this person? Am I gonna ignore them? Am I gonna smile? Am I gonna frown? Am I gonna be in a good mood? Am I gonna be in a bad mood? All of these choices that we're making, we're making them like this, right? What God's trying to say in this particular passage, in this verse right here, is God saying, what I want to be automatic is not the choice that you make, but it's the consideration of me when you make it. See, too many times we'll be quick to make a decision and then what we end up facing is the repercussions of that decision. Now, we might blame God for the repercussions, but we never consulted him for the initial choice, did we? And sometimes God might be asking you to make a choice that on the surface might seem like it might hurt you. And that's where the verses come in when it says, don't worry, I know the plans I have for you. All I'm telling you to do is trust me. All I'm telling you to do is trust me. But what he's also asking you to do, asking you to do, is to choose him. Right? Too many times, what we do is we'll make choices out of self-preservation. We're going to make choices as long as they're aligned with what I think is best for me. Right? Because that's the natural self. So we make, we make these choices out of self-preservation. We might make these choices out of fear. Fear of change. Fear of trouble. Fear of losing friends. Fear of losing money. Fear of losing out. And all the while, God is saying, listen, don't worry about any of that. Just trust me. The choice might, it might seem bad. But trust me, the choice might put you out for a little while. But I promise you, I have better. And all the while, through these 10,000 choices, what we have to think about is how many of them are aligned with God's will for our life. Over the course of the day, over all the things we got to do with what choices do we make that affirm God and what choices do we make that push him away? All right? So for instance, today I'm, I'm, I got an assignment due and I'm reading this textbook, right? I'm reading the textbook. And I know I need one more to finish, you know, to read. I, I really should read it, right? And my seven-year-old comes up to me and he's like, hey, Dad, I want to play a game. All right? I just told these kids I was going upstairs to do homework, right? But he's like, Dad, I want to play a game. You know, I come downstairs, his two older brothers are ignoring him. And I said, you know what? Come on, man, let's break out the game and let's play. Now, that was a good choice, right? I think so. Here, here's where the decision comes in in that choice. The decision comes in and I could say, no, son, I told you I got work to do. 
I'm going to go up there and do the work, right? The value is spending time with my son. The pressure is this chapter didn't get read. It's got to get read by a certain amount of time. The trust is that the time will come and the time will be had and the time will be made and it's going to get done. Maybe not on my time, but by his time and by his strength and it'll get done. But the value is spending 20 short minutes watching my little man laugh, playing, having a good time, connecting with my boy. See what I'm saying? Little decision. There was no, there's no inherent wrong choice there, right? But there was value that was different. And so ladies and gentlemen, I guess at, at the end of the day, the question for you is, is it this or is it that? Now we each have our own this or that that we're dealing with. So in any given moment, at any given time, is it going to be this or that? We got healthcare people all over the place right now today. Some of y'all know y'all need to go over there. You got vaccines happening over there. Some of y'all need to go over there. Hep A shots. Some of y'all need to go over there. Are you ashamed? Do you care what people think? Are you gonna dismiss it? Are you gonna push it aside? Are you gonna ignore it? That's a choice. Are you gonna go hang out with some people who are here specifically for you? And let them help you out. This or that. You know, every day we, we have the greatest choice to make. And if you're the praying kind, then, then I hope that when you open your eyes in the morning, the first thing you do is you give thanks to God that you made it through the night. Amen. Can I get an amen for that one? And, 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 and then the second thing I hope you do is that you choose him. God, how would you have me spend this day? Who can, I, who can I come across that I can pray with or pray for? How can I extend kindness to somebody else? How can I, how can I be more like you today? Or we can make a choice that's completely the opposite of that. Because God gives us free will, the choice is yours. For me and my house, we choose God. My prayer for all of you tonight is that you would do the same. All right? I thank y'all for listening. I'm going to say a quick prayer, and then we're going to start this meal. Sounds good? All right, let's pray. Dear God, I just thank you so much. I thank you for, I thank you for free will. I thank you for free will because, Lord, you know, um, Without that, who would we be? All of our individual stories, all of our experiences, Lord, they make us who we are. And, 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 and you don't want to change that. You want to use that. When I think of the story that I shared, all of the things that you did in Abraham, the way you worked in him, 
All you did was refine him. You didn't change him. You didn't turn him into something he wasn't. You just made him the best version of himself that he could be. Lord, and that's your desire for all of us. And some of us are going to do just that. Some of us aren't. And that's what free will means. But Lord, for those that are, that are here that can hear me today, Lord, I pray that, uh, that, that hearts that are cold towards you might be warming up a little bit. For, for the head that doesn't want to hear you or feel you or just do anything about you, I pray that maybe now, maybe something I said today, something in your word might, might change that mind a little bit. Lord, I thank you that you are a patient God, not wanting any of us to perish, Lord. Thank you that you are for forgiving God, that because you sent your son to die so that we may live, every day offers new opportunity. So we thank you for that grace and mercy, Lord. We thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you for your son. And it's in his name we pray this evening. Amen? Amen. 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 Thank you all for your time. Let's get this party started. This podcast is recorded live and uncut at our homeless food share events. To learn more about Straight Street, visit our website at straightst.org.